Welcome to another edition of the Lunch and Learn podcast. Today it is a rainy and dreary day in Jersey. Thought I'd hop onto the web and do a little of uh, my skills brush up or figure out what's going on in terms of trends online. And I ended up with uh, looking up some stats and figures and infographics about YouTube and video usage. As you know, if you've been following anything that Church Butler has been doing for the last year or two, I've been preaching over and over again that YouTube and uh, video as a whole, right? Video is the new black. But YouTube, LinkedIn, Facebook, these platforms are all reconfiguring their their algorithms in order to favor video. And so this is the time that you need to start those video cameras up, uh, charge those batteries, and get out there and start recording things. Um, if you're not doing it now, it's not too late, uh, but it will be soon. And so here, I guess the purpose of today's episode is to reinforce that idea by showing you some data so you can make some data-driven decisions on whether or not you should be getting into video this last quarter of 2018 and setting yourself up for success as we go into 2019. So the first thing that I discovered was this really neat infographic from thinkwithgoogle.com. If you've never been to the site, um, you can see a lot of great insights and trends and research that's shared by Google. Uh, The headline for this page is the latest video trends, where your audience is watching. And this actually is a little bit dated content. Um, It's not from 2018. It's actually, I think, a year and a half ago. But the, the key categories and the numbers here are still relevant for our discussion because Um, Anything that we talk about in 2016, 2017 in terms of behavior with respect to video is only going to be accelerated when you lay over the numbers for 2018 and behind. So the first thing is that what viewers are watching online video trends, they point out that six out of 10 people prefer online video platforms to live TV. Um, As you know, live TV is pretty much dead, nail in the coffin. Um, back at the beginning of um, 2017, I believe, or was it 2018? It feels like so long ago. Um, I had um, traded uh, future predictions about social media in general with my buddy Nils Smith, who's also an innovator in the space. And one of the things I said was video is the new black and that um, Facebook um, has basically replace the function of TV. So Facebook is the TV of today. And television, like live television and things that you actually watch on the big tube, um, is now the radio of yesterday. Um, And so we have progressed one huge step down the spectrum uh, toward where all this stuff is going. Um, And lo and behold, Facebook Watch, IGTV, Um, All these numbers are turning out to be true, that consumer behavior patterns are just pushing everything toward online video consumption. In fact, um, it says here with this Google infographic that by 2025, half of viewers under the age of 32 will not subscribe to a paid TV service. Half of the population going forward 
is basically throwing out paid cable um, from their monthly budget and checkbook and more importantly, their behavior patterns around the house. Uh, we are no longer um, tied to the network and the, the schedule that the TV stations put out. It used to be when we were growing up, little kids, that we used to all huddle around and wait for uh, Dan Rather uh, and the CBS Evening News. And everyone watched the same thing. Um, or we would have must-see TV on Thursday evenings and um, gather around to watch Friends on NBC. And Friday, everybody would be talking about the, next, the episode from last night. It's no longer that world at all anymore. Um, in fact, we've, you know, in our house, we're cutting the cord with Verizon Files TV. And we're keeping the internet service. And we're going to go to Hulu Live and Netflix um, and uh, a couple of other premium specific niche uh, channel project products that we are paying on a per service basis. It is crazy when you think about it, what's going to happen to the industry in the next five to 10 years. Um, and that also just indicates to you, this is a huge opportunity. The people who are distributing the content have, is now starting to become fragmented. So you can be part of that. It's been democratized as to how you can insert yourself into that choice and selection spectrum for anybody who's looking for video content right now. So the next piece in the infographic, they're talking about where they're watching online video. In a recent talk that I just gave at uh, Rock Experience Conference in Kentucky, um, there's a uh, talk that I gave. One of them was called Netflix Nation and the four paradigm shifts you really need to understand that's happening in our culture and one of them is that people are making this massive shift right they've gone from time shifting do you remember when tiva was such an innovative product where they allowed you to skip commercials they allowed you to um, automatically almost like this artificial intelligence record programs that you might like and then you come back to the tv and you can watch episode after episode after episode and we talked about binge watching back then Oh man, that was not binge watching compared to what we have today with Netflix and Hulu, etc. Um, but this infographic is saying, uh, they asked this question. Think about the last time you wanted to watch a video online. Where did you go? And, and in those I want to watch moments, people go to YouTube. That's what people found. Uh, in an average month, 8 out of 10 people, and this is the main category, 18 49 year olds, watch YouTube. They all go to YouTube. Um, that is the home base. Um, it's they've owned the market for years. It's something that everyone is fighting for, but at the end of the day, they are just continuing to grow in terms of the market share um, of front of mind. So uh, in in the next stat, 18 to 49 year olds spent 4% less time watching TV um, year over year versus the time on YouTube went up a whopping 74%. The time that they watched YouTube went up 74% and that shipped away at the time that they're watching the TV in the living room. Are you paying attention to this? Are you understanding what is going on? And if you're not putting out video on a regular basis and you have all these excuses in your organization for why you're not camera friendly or you feel uncomfortable or you don't want to put yourself out there or uh, yada, 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 are you paying attention to what is going on here? 
because you are, uh, you might be affected by this huge disruption in consumer behavior. Okay, the last big category of stats, it shows that YouTube viewership across screens has changed. One screen, two screen, big screen, small screen, consumers have them all. So the question is your content connected across mobile, desktop, and living room devices, right? We all know this. Who watches TV alone without something in their hands? There's always at least a dual screen going on in any given room. On mobile alone, YouTube reaches more 18 to 49 year olds than any other broadcast cable TV network. Do you hear that folks? On mobile alone, forget about desktop, forget about laptop, forget about everything else. On mobile alone, YouTube is bigger than any broadcast cable television network. If you are a media buyer for an ad agency or for an organization and you want to get your content placed somewhere that the mass public is going to see it, if you were to own any cable network station category in terms of their coverage, it still would dwarf what would happen if you can put it on YouTube and get in front of the right audience. Among the millennials, YouTube accounts for two-thirds of premium online video watching across devices. What? YouTube accounts for two-thirds of premium online devices uh, watched. Now, what does that mean? We go to the footnotes. Um, who commissioned the Nielsen study? And so it's a little bit, um, so it's not that biased, right? But basically, 18 through 34-year-olds um, talking about on PC, smartphones, and tablets, they're talking about premium channels abc.com cbs.com fox.com nbc.com hulu netflix hbo amazon prime you're talking about those majors and yet youtube accounts for two-thirds of the premium video of all of those type of category uh content distributors um and then the last one is um the best i saved for last this is hopefully gonna shock you hopefully gonna wake you up hopefully gonna rattle you to say back to your team tomorrow or even today you got to start texting people immediately and say we need to talk um, here's the final step the time people spend watching YouTube on their TV YouTube on their TV has more than doubled year over year people are not watching YouTube just on their computer people are not watching YouTube just on their phone people are watching YouTube on the big screen in the living room and I will tell you a personal version of the story my wife who is not the biggest techie um, and doesn't like change and sticks to what she knows um, I recently realized that a lot of the programming and, and programs that she's watching on the TV is actually YouTube did not know that I walked in one day she's watching this um, actually uh, funny documentary and then at the end of it, it shows up the related videos and it um, zoomed out and gave the selections for other searches. She was using the smart TV function on our Samsung LED TV at home, right? We've got that big living room TV and she was not watching cable. Uh, why am I paying 200 and something dollars per cable every month? That's what you should be asking. Uh, she was not watching Netflix. She was not watching Hulu. She was watching YouTube. YouTube is now a legitimate channel, um, a destination for content um, on your living room TV, your bedroom TV, etc. Are you paying attention to this? This is something that we all need to uh, really 
consider carefully because um, the number one thing is that you can be on YouTube. I can be on YouTube. You can be on YouTube. I can be on YouTube. Not tomorrow, not next year, not after we do a deal. We can do it today, right now. I mean, it's ironic that this podcast I'm recording is actually not even being done on video, um, but we can be on YouTube literally within minutes and we can be found and searched for um, instantly, right? And so the speed of which you can utilize this platform and the reach for which you can utilize this platform is unparalleled and the consumer behavior and culture is just favoring it um, as time marches on. Here's my question that we're gonna end and it's just a simple question, you know that it's coming. You know what it is? What is your video strategy for the next three months? Don't overshoot it. Don't overthink it. Don't complicate things. Don't think about 2019. We're here in September. We've got three and a half months left. You've got one quarter left, one full quarter of productivity left for your team and organization, your cause, your mission. What are you gonna do with Q4 and video? What is your video strategy? That's the question of the day. Um, please leave your, your latest in the comments, your thoughts. Um, what are you doing now and what do you need to be doing? And the one, the one thing I would love to see in your comments is, what's that one next step that you're gonna challenge yourself to do? What is the, the tactical, very detailed thing? What is the next step you're gonna do? Is it you're gonna pull out your phone and actually do a welcome video and try it out? Is it you're gonna to pull together a team and you guys are gonna record something and publish it by the end of the day no matter what? Is it you're gonna literally draw a plan and start to plan on the editorial calendar so that you know week by week for the 12 weeks of Q4 what you can do? Is it um, texting or calling up that video person that you know? Everyone knows someone who has more agility on video than themselves. Are you gonna call them up and pay them to come out and just coach you for one session just to get off your butt and get started? What are you gonna do next? What is that literal next step that you're gonna do right now, now that I've handed you this piece of information, you are responsible for it. There's no going back. You cannot like say, at the end of the day, when we get to December 31st and say, I didn't know. Um, I, I, I thought that it was going to be a slow strategy. I thought it was a fad. Uh, there's no excuses that's going to happen December 31st, right? So now that you have the stats, just the stats, tell you the story. What are you going to do now? Place that in the comments. Um, or this alternate question, if you can't, you know, if you don't have the courage to actually challenge yourself and put it out there in writing. Um, articulate what is the fear or the obstacle that's in your way between right now where you are and a video strategy for Q4 2018. Put that in the comments. I really want this to be a productive and helpful way uh, forward for you because I don't want you guys to be listening to these lunch and learns and just put the information in one year and then let it go out the other. Um, I want this to be very practical. Um, so um, please reach out to me um, uh, at the Church Butler website. You can, there's a contact form. Um, this is, this is going to be posted with a transcript. 
on the Church Butler blog at www.butler.church slash blog and you can look up episode 25 of the Lunch and Learn podcast um, and let's have a dialogue or um, we have a Facebook group. We have a closed Facebook group where we're, we're able to help each other out. You're able to raise your hand and ask questions and share what you're learning and encourage each other and literally this is the place to test it out uh, before you put it out to your own internal team, etc. So look up the Social Media for Churches Facebook group. There's a Facebook group on uh, that's called Social Media for Churches with Church Butler. Ask to join it and get in there and then say hello and tell us what your thoughts about video strategy for th- Q4 2018. Um, I'm going to put up a post there. You can search for that post and, and join the thread or start a new one. I'm giving you all these options. I am personally committed to trying to help you figure out what to do next, get you off of that um, couch that you're just stuck in. I'm, I'm picturing this deep leather couch that's really comfortable, that you're sunk in deep, and you just don't want to get up. You know what? You have to. Uh, you have to get up and get out and start recording some video. And so how do we get that going? Is it an accountability group that we need to start willing to do that? Is it that I send you an email every day for the next week asking you or giving you a, a specific instructions and tips? I'm willing to do that. Is it that we get on a Facebook Live and actually do some coaching live so um, you can talk through your questions with me because everyone's going to say, hey, but my specific uh, ministry and situation is different. Um, you know what? I'm willing to do that. I'm challenging you. I'm trying to take out all the stops. Um, please take me up on the offer. Don't be just a lurker. Um, the most um, effective way is to engage and take advantage of this free resource that we have here as this podcast, as the Facebook group, as the coaching on the Facebook lives. Um, raise your hands and we're going to do this together. So that's the end of my rant. Um, a little bit different lunch and learn today. We've got just the facts that tells a story that points the finger and puts the puts the ball in your hands. And I'm waiting for you uh, for what you're going to do next. I'm Kenny Jang. Thanks for joining me for this episode of the Lunch and Learn. Remember, um, stay social, be social. <laughs>